Whether you're a driver who loves a good journey or a dealer selling tires, the road to success features a lot of the same stops. To make our journeys beautiful, we need premium, safe products that provide peace of mind in all conditions. And just like on the highway, it's a shared experience. At Nokian Tires, we provide those products with a side of passion. This podcast aims to showcase that shared passion among anyone who cares about the road ahead. Welcome to the Nokian Tires Journey Podcast. Welcome into the Nokian Tires Journey Podcast. This is the March episode of the show. I am Nokian Tires Communications and Content Manager Wes Bowling. Great to chat with you today. This is your one-stop shop for news about Nokian Tires, as well as insight from throughout the industry, from dealers, from drivers, and from company leadership. Glad you've joined us for an exciting episode. We have two compelling interviews to bring you today. The first is about a tire and a dealer on the frontier of Nokian Tires. I'm talking about the Outpost AT, our new all-terrain tire, part of the Outpost family, the AT and the APT, built to help drivers extend their boundaries by extending their toughness, their terrain, and their travel. Why do I call it the frontier? Because that all-terrain segment is one that's growing for us, and it's growing rapidly thanks to customers like the one you're going to hear from, Polo Rodriguez, owner of Polo's Point S in San Antonio, Texas. It's an area that obviously is not selling a lot of winter tires, and so it's an area, it's a customer that's getting to know us and has only been with us for a couple of years, but Polo took a trip with Point S down to Puerto Rico. And he tested the Outpost AT in some extreme conditions. He went home and immediately put the tire on his personal truck. He's sharing the word with his customers, with his shop workers. It is, as he says, the tire of the future that he believes he'll be selling a lot more of. We talked with Polo about his experience in Puerto Rico and what it was about the Outpost AT that stuck out to him and why he believes he's going to have success with it deep in the heart of Texas. Then we'll switch gears and go up north. And by up north, I mean further north than I've ever been and than many of you have ever been. Aaron Dyke lives in Edmonton, Alberta, and that's pretty far north. But then he kept going. He took our Hakaplita LT3s on a journey all the way up close to the Arctic Circle in Canada. It's a journey he's wanted to take on ice roads for years. He finally took the trip. He took our tires along for the ride, and he had feedback about how those Haka LT3s performed in some of the toughest winter conditions he or any of us will ever face. Two outstanding interviews. Let's get you to them. First, Polo Rodriguez of Polo's Point S. Polo Rodriguez is the owner of Polo's Point S in San Antonio. It's part of a larger network of Point S shops in the San Antonio area. Family business there deep in the heart of Texas. Polo, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. So wanted to catch up with you to learn a little more about your recent experience with the Outpost family of tires, the all-terrain tires that we launched earlier this year. You've had a unique chance to drive on those tires. Before we get into that experience, though, and maybe a broader story of your partnership with Nokian Tires, tell us about your shop. Give us some background about your history, your location, and, and what sets you guys apart in the San Antonio market. So we've been servicing San Antonio for nearly 40 years now uh my father started the uh the first store in uh downtown san antonio or adjacent to downtown um we've been we, we grew up in the industry myself my brother uh my sister even you know she helped us out in many ways until until her career took her another way 
Um, but we absolutely love um, this industry. We love automotive. We love tire sales. We love um, everything there is uh, about it. And while we've had the opportunity to branch out into other things, we, we really like what we do. And we like, uh, we like connecting with people and we like connecting with our community. And we like working with you. Uh, tell us, for the sake of our audience here, uh, a little background. When did you start uh, first start partnering with Nokian Tires? So we are relatively new to, to Nokian. Uh, we joined the Point S group in, um, almost three years ago. And while there wasn't, we didn't know too much about Nokian at that time, um, all the partners and, and, you know, anybody that worked for Point S, um, talked it up a lot. So we slowly, uh, started bringing in some, and I think when, um, when the Nokian one and the one HT came out, um, and we got to test a few of those and, and I could honestly say it was, it was, you know, it was a, it was a tier one tire. Um, it's, it's one of the best tires I've, I've ever, you know, had the pleasure of riding on. So we started bringing in more and more of that. So the Nokian one, when it released a couple years ago, um, that's when we really started, started, uh, you know, ramped up our, our inventory and our sales with Nokian. You are in a way kind of on the Nokian tires frontier. We invented the winter tire. We obviously have strong all weather and all season products, but, but our North American growth goals depend on our ability to expand in areas like Texas in the Southeast where we're making tires in Dayton, Tennessee. Um, how have you educated your customers about, about us? Uh, you know, you've had your own education experience. Now, how are you taking that and transferring it into telling our story to consumers who probably don't know a whole lot about our company? Mm-hmm. Well, first I immediately put the outpost I'll train on my own truck. Um, and I think there is no better, there's no better way. And I, I really needed to do it for myself. Obviously the, the, the experience I had was kind of an extreme condition um, I needed to be able to vouch for, for, you know, 80%, 90% of our, of the driving, which is going to be highway. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, I, I did it for my truck to, to see. And, and that is the best way to, to, I think, uh, some of my employees already have some on order for themselves, but, um, we are, you know, the, the, most of my staff underwent some of that Nokian training online available online. And, and, um, I, talk them up on on the experience i told them everything that you know pretty much uh of course everything we recorded everything we did so i I, you know everybody was everybody was aware of or educated on what the nokian tires could do in extreme conditions Mm -hmm. um and and now you know most of my staff my my truck's kind of the rental for the truck for the for the company so most of most of the staff can vouch for for having driven on on the uh on that highway for on the nokian all-terrains that experience is is the best teacher, I, I would assume. Let's let's rewind a bit and talk about that experience that you had. Um, you went to an event through Point S down in Puerto Rico and had a chance to drive the Outpost tires. Uh, talk about the trip and uh, what you did on those tires to put them to the test. Sounds like it was pretty hardcore. Yeah. Oh man, I yeah, it's it's <laughs> it was the most extreme off roading I had ever done. Not that I have the luxury of going all the time, but that was uh, uh, the the guys that do that for you know more often than I do, um, really enjoyed the experience. I mean, we, which the point point S owners meeting, um, we do the, try and do it once a year, unless, unless we have another pandemic, then that might, uh, hinder plans. But, um, we, I mean, it was just an amazing event overall. So we went into the rainforest and some trails that were designed just for, just for 
off-roading and and usually it's more of a of a hey let's you know people rent out the experience the tour to to have a fun time um i don't know i don't really think i think ours was the first time they did it specifically to test tires um but the the guides and the uh the, the tour guides were very impressed themselves because they're usually riding on mud terrains so we went into some very very you know challenging uh terrain we uh there was, you know, places where they normally have to deflate tires and 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 run all types of, you know, carry chains in case of anything. And we were able to get through with, you know, minimal, minimal uh, really slipping or, or anything. So we did not do anything that that, you know, we did we did very little to uh, to prepare us for, you know, that type of experience as far as as far as deflating tires and, and you know, making sure everybody was. All we did was was put it in four by four and and pretty much go, um, and really it was it was great. Uh, a lot of people we got to switch off uh, driving and pass and as a passenger as a driver, so everybody could uh, everybody could get as much as possible from the experience. Well, that's awesome. the The purpose of the of the outpost is to help drivers extend their toughness, their terrain, and and their travel. Sounds like all three of those were were extended for you. Are there were there specific <laughs> characteristics of the tire properties that particularly impressed you? Um, yeah, I mean we we got to come out of the vehicles every few every few minutes, every about every fifteen minutes, and uh, I was you know peeking down underneath them while we had you know the jeeps were covered in mud. But the tire was pretty was rapid was releasing that mud pretty quickly. I mean, it was it was uh, it was very impressed with with that. Um, the we did some of the rock climbing, which was I had never done I had never done anything like that. I had done off roading, but not not any climbing. Um, and I think that is what impressed me more than anything. I mean, the that told me that I can easily sell it to to a construction worker or, or someone that's going to be, you know, in driving a, a, on rocks or something like that. And we're not probably not going to get uh, a lot of chipping or, or sidewall tears from, from that. So I was absolutely, I, that gave me the confidence that, that, uh, that this tire is going to hold up in that type of environment. That's, that's awesome to hear coming back then from that trip and getting on the highway. I think you made an astute point earlier that while we make this tire for the extremes, for most people, 80 to 90% of the driving they're doing is going to be more Absolutely. traditional, conventional driving. How is it performed yeah. on the highway in terms of comfort, noise, you know, durability, any of those things you want to talk about? Well, I removed the factory vehicles, uh, the factory tires from my F-250. Um, I did have to level it up a little bit just because I was, I was, I went to an oversized option. And uh, I do not feel a difference uh, from my 2020 F-250 from from just switching over to the uh, to the Nokian all terrain and a 35 uh, 20 inch tire, but um, I, I think you know it's probably designed to ride the smoothest with the factory wheel and tire package. And um, just switching out the tires, I really do not feel a difference or hear a difference as far as road noise or or um, or vibration or anything. It's it's very smooth. I think I know the answer to this question, but how much more likely will you be now to recommend the outpost to a customer who walks in your shop now that you've had those experiences, both in the everyday and in the extremes? Yeah, no, that's, that's, uh, we brought in quite a bit as soon as we could. Um, right now we are, you know, we're, we're trying to get our staff to, uh, Hey, this is, this is going to be, 
you know, I think this is the all terrain of the future for us. Um, this is where we're going to stock most of. And, uh, and I think I, I expect to have, you know, a great success with it. That's exactly what we like to hear. That's, that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Where do you see your partnership then with Nokia and Tires going in the coming years? Not just in the all-terrain space, but more more broadly. Are you guys selling the Nokia and Tires One, the One HT? You mentioned earlier that you you were first oh, yeah. kind of drawn to those products. How, yeah, what, what else is in your portfolio, and how is that progressing? Yeah, with Nokia, um, it's mostly the One, the One HT, and we are using a lot of the Z lines today. Um, some of that is is just our comfort level has grown with Nokian and some of it is, is, uh, is availability. It's available and, and there's a lot of things that are not. Um, so we have branched into the Z line as well. The, it, it sounds, it looks like Nokian is, is, uh, is making a lot more for the, um, other parts of the U S than, than, you know, the North. Um, of course we are blessed in our, in our community. We have a lot of military and we've actually, we've actually had customers that, why are you guys carrying Nokian? Because they know it as their as their winter tires from uh, you know when they lived in in Portland or when they lived in Washington or something. So mm -hmm. they come down and they already know the name brand and and, and that's associated with you know with a very high quality product. Uh, but they don't know these new lines that are designed for all season or all terrain. So we um, we feel like this is you know Nokian's moving more into that uh, into that that category. I think our partnership's only going to grow. That's cool to hear. We we are in many ways extending our own terrain to places like like Texas and to new audiences. And part of that is working with customers like you to help understand what we're all about and that we're not just a winter tire company. To that end, if you were sitting down with a fellow Point S owner or somebody else in the industry who was in an area like yours, you know, or maybe they're in a Florida yeah. or Southern California, what would you tell them about why they should be a part of that Nokian tires movement? Why, why should they, you know, trust the inventor of the winter tire to make these great all season and all terrain products too? Yeah. Um, so speaking from, from experience, I've had this conversation with uh, new owners and, uh, and Nokian's partnership with, with, uh, with Point S and, you know, and other, um, other tire vendors has been very beneficial. I mean, one, the, the support behind the line, um, is incredible. You know, the, the pothole protection plan is, is great. You know, a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff isn't offered at all through manufacturers and sometimes occasionally it is, and you have to, you know, run through some, uh, run, uh, jump through some hoops to get there. But, um, you know, uh, the marketing, the support is, is there. I think it's designed for stores like my own, especially, especially independence, um, where we maybe do not have the partnerships of, of, you know, the, the the name brands you see every day on on tv on your but i think nokian was designed for us to be able to compete with that i think the quality is definitely there um and i think it's up to us to to educate our customers to let them know that hey this is just as good as as you know what came on your your vehicle out of the factory so to wrap it up circling back to the education you got in puerto rico i'm wondering if there are any funny stories about a situation you encountered when you're out in the middle of nowhere in the rainforest and you're thinking <laughs> how the heck are we going to get through this with these tires or any, anything you uh, want to share there well i i had an uh <laughs> i'm gonna throw myself under the bus but uh we got through some some pretty nasty rocks and uh it was uh, i think there's a picture of of one of the jeeps on the site now that was you know had their 
their front tire was about five feet off the ground. It was, it was ridiculous. Um, but you know, we didn't slip. Um, the only slipping there was, was I got off to take a picture and I slipped right off of the, I slipped right on a rock. So these, uh, <laughs> the, the tires are, have better grip than my shoes for sure. Um, but, uh, no, I think, I think we did. I, I don't think there was too much, uh, too much of that. We, we, we did, everybody was pretty good. Um, at the, you know, I guess everybody, I guess, uh, works on cars for a living. So they know how to manage and didn't, uh, <laughs> didn't do anything too crazy. <laughs> so the tires made you cocky that you could walk as well as you could drive. Yeah. Yeah. Not the case for sure. Not the case. Same here. <laughs> well, that gives us a good business extension idea then outpost tread for, for hiking boots, I guess. Is, is yeah. There you us. go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, don't take that seriously. Listeners, please. <laughs> Polo, any, any final thoughts you'd like to share? Um, no, not, not so much. I think we covered everything. I really, um, you know, I hope, I hope to see these on the road a lot more. I think it's a great product. I think it's made for, for, uh, you know, dealers like myself, um, and, you know, other independents also pushing the, that, that other, other stores in general, um, you know, preaching that I think is going to make it that much, that much stronger as far as it is, it's, uh, it's marketing. Um, just, you know, just me saying it and, and, and my, uh, here in San Antonio, our other stores, you know, can speak to the quality. And I think, uh, it's just growing that awareness of this product is going to be, is going to be key, but it is a great product. Um, it drives very smooth. It's a beautiful looking tire. I mean, we didn't even go over the aesthetics, but, oh, yeah. uh, the sidewall is very, is, you know, the, the top, the top of the tread is, is a very nice, uh, new design, all terrain, like new model uh, or modern all terrain. And the sidewall is very impressive that you don't see that a lot on the all-terrain. I'll have to follow up on that then. How how many of your customers are driven by the aesthetics of the tire? Is that a differentiator for them? Is that something they care about? Absolutely. I mean, because like I said, 80% of it is for the highway. And some of, some of the people that go into these mud terrains or rugged terrains are doing it for more than anything that, than aesthetics. Um, you know, we are in, we are in truck country here. So um, yeah, I mean, I'd say probably about most of our drivers that have trucks and lifted trucks and everything are only using it for, you know, to be able to, it's their toy and, uh, and know the, the sidewall and the aesthetic make a big difference as far as what you can, you know, what they're willing to put on their, on their baby. It's really cool to hear your perspective. Thanks for being on the Noki mm-hmm. Tires Frontier, if you will, and for telling us about your adventures in the Puerto Rican wilderness on the Outpost <laughs> ATs. And thanks for, for continuing to raise, raise awareness for the Outpost and for Noki Tires deep in the heart of Texas. We appreciate your time today, Polo. Thank you, Wes. Appreciate you having me. Well, now it's time to tell you a really interesting story of an exciting winter journey into places far, far north in Canada. And to join us for that story, the man who took the journey, Aaron Dyke. He lives in Edmonton, Alberta. I think that's pretty far north. It is. But he decided to go way above that line. And he wanted Nokian Tires to be part of that adventure. Um, Aaron runs the social media accounts and YouTube account AJ Adventures. And you can look there to learn more about his adventure. But first, let's learn more about it here. Aaron, thanks for spending time with us today. Oh, thank you very much for having me, Wes. 
So we'll get into where you went and the adventures that you encountered on this ice road journey north. But first, I want to ask you, why did you decide to take, take this journey? What, what led you to drive up north of Alberta into the territories? It all starts from when I was pretty young. I remember learning about it uh, quite a bit when I was you know, just going through school. Uh, I grew up in BC and learning about the north and uh, the heritage up there and everything. And I grew up with a, a pretty big sense of adventure. You know, and I always wanted to explore and see new things. I've always wanted to see the Northwest Territories and the Yukon. And, you know, so lately I've seen a lot of popularity with the ice roads. Uh, seen them on TV quite a bit, Discovery Channel and all that. So started researching them. I figured that would be a, a good adventure. Not just the ice roads themselves, but the adventure of getting there. One thing I always think about, uh, I used to get a lot of people asking me, well, why do you want to climb that mountain? Or why do you want to go on this adventure? Or why do you want to drive on the ice roads? And one of the best quotes I ever heard was from George Mallory after climbing Everest, because it's there, you know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, we make tires for people who have that that spirit of adventure. And so we were really honored when you reached out to us to request a set of Hakaplita LT3s for your adventure. And what was it that led you to reach out to us? Were you familiar with us in, in the past or just thought, yeah, winter tires? I guess maybe that's the place to go. Uh, well, I'm not going to lie. I did a lot of research. And... Everything I read, everything I watched and people I talked to all came down to Nokian tires are the best winter tire. And so I started searching around and, you know, there's, um, uh, it's select stores here that sell them. And, uh, I thought, well, you know, what's, what's the worst that's going to happen if I ask, you know, <laughs> you know, worst that'll happen is a uh, company will say no, but you guys didn't. I was, uh, I'm a small, uh, YouTube channel and, uh, when you guys, uh, uh, when you said that you wanted to work with me, I was really excited and really happy to hear that. And that uh, I wouldn't have done this journey with without the support. So without those tires, you know, I I do I did have a set of winter tires before. They were nowhere near as good, and I do I wouldn't have trusted them for this kind of trip. Well, we're honored that you chose us. Um, you've previewed your route a little bit a second ago, but talk us through in a little more detail the high points of your route, where you went, what you saw. Yeah. So. Uh, I left Edmonton and uh, my first part of the journey was heading to Fort Mac. So uh, Fort Mac is a, uh, it's known for the oil sands up there. Uh, I could have gone further in that day. It wasn't a very long day, but uh, the reason I didn't is because um, it's my first time going to winter roads and ice roads. And I wanted to try and stay closer to uh, a populated area uh, getting started in the trip. So if I, continued on further for a full uh, eight hours of driving, I would have been literally in the middle of nowhere, no cell coverage, no nothing. So starting the journey, I went to Fort Mac, uh, camped out just north of it. Uh, that first night was pretty interesting. It reached minus 35 in the morning, um, but I have a diesel air heater inside the Jeep. So I was able to maintain about 18 degrees. Um, the next day I continued uh, from Fort Mac to Fort Chippewayne and then to Fort Smith. And now those were the first winter roads I'd ever driven on. That area is normally very uh, marshy, um, swampy area. And so when it's frozen, they carve out these winter roads there. And it is, it is incredible. It's so beautiful out there. Um, a couple of times I would stop and get out just to look at the scenery and it, the solitude and the quiet, it just, I, I don't even know how to explain it now. And, it almost feel like there's a pressure from it being so quiet. 
Um, after Fort Smith, I, I camped out there. I had a great uh, campsite right on the shore of uh, Slave River. And uh, in the morning, woke up, had a beautiful sunrise. That's where all those great pictures came from. And then uh, the next day was driving to Yellowknife. Uh, it was an eight-hour trip, eight and a half hours. Um, started out great. Halfway through, got some pretty good blowing snow. And uh, there's a lot of big trucks on that road. So anybody driving it, you really got to, you know, watch where you're going, what you're doing. And uh, big things watching for Buffalo. I unfortunately I didn't see any, I was really hoping to, but didn't get to see any bison. Uh, I got to Yellowknife and the next night I got a hotel room up there and I was able to clean everything out in the Jeep, do some laundry, have a shower. It was pretty nice. Um, I explored Yellowknife. It's a pretty neat town. Uh, they have a, a castle that they built right on the, uh, right on the lake. You just drive out, you park on the ice and uh, lots of neat little things to see there. Oh. And then the, I'd say the high point of this trip was the next day when I uh, went and drove on the ice roads. So uh, like I said before, they have a show, Ice Road Truckers, that uh, they show the ice roads in it. And so I met with the company that uh, maintains the roads and I talked to their director of operations. Uh, he gave me the lowdown on how it works, you know, making your radio calls and everything. Um, they told me about the incoming weather. So I was thinking about camping out at the end of the ice road, but there was a pretty bad storm coming in. He says, looking like whiteout conditions. So I made sure to get back before that hit. Um, so yeah, I drove out there. It was a 16 hour day. Uh, it's 450 kilometers, but you gotta, you gotta watch your speeds. Um, learning about like pressure waves under the ice. And you don't have to worry about that as much in a smaller vehicle, but you know, uh, seeing the larger trucks there, they drive in convoys of four and maintain radio contact with them. Uh, got a radio in your checkpoints, talking to the uh, the truckers. It was pretty exciting. Wow. So a and lot then, of challenges then that you probably didn't anticipate when it comes to thinking about pressure under the ice or the checkpoint, like complications and things like that. We're all about safety at Nokian Tires, and it oh, sounds yeah. like everything up there is geared toward looking out for each other and making sure that you're able to overcome some of those challenges. It is. Yeah. They are very safety orientated up there. And if there's any issues and they, they, everybody up there helps each other out. Uh, but it, um, there are a lot of things that people don't think about that you have to watch out for there. It's not just driving on the ice, but if you go too fast with the amount of weight that you're carrying, you can cause a wave under the ice that will break the ice. And as you're driving, you will see cracks in the ice. And at first Oof. you're thinking like, it's kind of nerve wracking and yeah. you can feel them pull the jeep a little bit once in a while but they do maintain the road pretty good um the ice is pretty good and thick they have express lanes where you can do in a smaller vehicle up to 90 kilometers an hour okay um never really got that fast just because there are turns and stuff in it uh the portages were pretty interesting when you hit a piece of land and that's where you do your radio contact and you drive over the portage and always watching for the big trucks trying to stay out of their way because they're they're there for they're doing the job that's why the ice road is there i'm there for an adventure so yeah that's awesome uh, you mentioned that the vehicle was able to maintain pretty well on the ice how'd the tires perform were they up to your expectations the tires surpassed my expectations actually good um yeah they, they were amazing like they they looked really good when we got them on the jeep and uh driving around town like the first uh, thousand kilometers that i put on them we we went on a test drive and see how they felt uh, heading up into northeastern alberta um and just did a quick day trip about 600 kilometers and 
they felt really good, uh, pretty confident. And then when I was up there driving on the actual winter roads and ice roads, uh, there's, there's no worry. You know, I, I felt pretty confident on the ice. So they, they gripped pretty good. Uh, I did give them a, a bit of a test really going into some of the corners and stuff. And yeah, they, I never lost traction. So it was, yeah, it was pretty good. I, I liked it. <laughs> so did your experience then on the LT3s make you a bigger believer in the brand? I mean, it, you know, is, is it to the point that you would recommend them or other Nokian tires to your friends and family when they're making that winter tire purchase? Absolutely. I, I've already been recommending them. So, um, and it's, I, yeah, I'm a, uh, I'm a Nokian tire person now, like for uh, my winter tires, I'm going to be sticking with them for sure. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, what kind of winter tires do you drive? Are you, when you're not on ice roads, that is <laughs> up in, in Edmonton, are you on studded tires typically? Or are you more of a, a non-studded guy? What do you think your next set of tires will, uh, will be? Uh, I've tried both. And, uh, after I got studded tires, the, uh, the extra traction that you do get from them, I, yeah, I'm a studded uh, tire guy now, so I, I, I'm going to stick with those from now on. Yeah, the the roads around here in the winters in Edmonton, um, it does get pretty chilly. Like it, you know, it drops down to well, this winter I think we the lowest we saw was about minus forty five with the wind chill. Oof, that would shut down the state of Tennessee for a week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you know, still got to drive to work and everything, and. Uh, we, we do get some pretty good icy roads. They maintain the roads here pretty good, but yeah, you still get some good chunks of ice. So, yeah. Uh, so looking back on your trip now, as you're telling folks in your life about what you did, is there a favorite moment that sticks out to you that, that you can share with us? Uh, I would have to say my favorite moment was when I was driving on the actual ice road and I realized that I had crossed into the tundra huh. and I remember reading about it and studying it in school and, but actually being there, it just felt like I was on another planet, you know, and it's just suddenly there's no trees and it's just wide open, like there's hills and everything, but, and you can see the occasional rocks sticking through the snow, but it just, it felt pretty incredible. Like I had achieved something, like I made it, you know, I felt like I'd finally gotten there. Yeah. It's awesome. My family, uh, we, we have family in Canada on, on the Eastern side up in, in Ottawa, just North of Ottawa. And okay. we have driven a couple times recently up to see them rather than flying. And for whatever reason, I was telling my wife this, there's a certain bit of empowerment that you feel driving such a long distance and going from one place to one very, very different place, oh, yeah. especially in winter where when weather was a good bit different. We have all weather tires that for, for that reason. Um, mm. Do you feel the same way? Was it empowering to know that like, this car was in the physical location that you know so very well in your surroundings, but now it is in a world that is totally different because of the work you were able to do and the tires you were able to do to get it there. Is that empowering to you? It, it is very much so. Yeah. Just knowing that I had came up with a plan, I came up with an idea and then developed a plan and then actually finishing it, like getting out there and it's like, wow, I made it. Like I actually got here and knowing like it, it was a lot of work, not, you're not just driving along the road, like the amount of attention you have to pay driving up there. And it, it is tiring mentally just uh, driving along those roads, but getting out there is so excited. And I just, you know, couldn't stop smiling the entire time, you know? <laughs> that is awesome. We encourage anyone listening to, to look up AJ adventures on YouTube. It's got a, a several part series that really traces the adventure. And what I like about what you did, Aaron, is that you go really deep into your thought process, into the challenges you're facing 
into, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, even, you know, the, the silly detours along the way, but then also to actually, I felt like I was on the trip with you. I was working one morning and I, you know, I was watching this, you know, part after mm-hmm. part of your, of your video series. And by the end of it, I felt like I was in the tundra with you. I think you did a good job oh, very vividly strange. describing your adventure blow by blow in a way that's, that's um, very specific, but also very interesting. So thank you. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Um, well, um, yeah, I am planning on going back. So it's, uh, it's not just a one-time deal. It's, there's a whole leg of the adventure I was hoping to be able to do that I had, unfortunately I couldn't. Um, I did start to have some mechanical issues, but the main thing was the, uh, the sudden increase in gas prices and stuff. So mm-hmm. in some areas I was told I was going to be getting up close to $5 a liter. And that just, that was twice the budget I had planned for it. So I, I do have to get back up there and explore that area. We have some adventures coming up that we're planning for this summer uh, in other areas. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's never ending. We're always trying to come up with new ideas for it. So in, in the future, it's probably gonna be myself and my girlfriend going on some of these trips. Um, I highly recommend people getting out and going on a solo adventure, uh, just any adventure, you know, if you have a vehicle, just plan it out safely, but you got to go out and you got to do it. Um, it just the time that I had driving, uh, all, all by myself, I had a lot of time to think, and I just came back and I felt more clear headed. Uh, I've been a lot happier since. And it's just, it's good for the mental health, I think, to get out and go on an adventure. That is great. And we're so glad we were able to, to put our tires on that adventure with you. Thank you so much again for, for taking the time to chat with us today. Oh, thank you very much, Wes. Nokian Tires is a global tire manufacturer passionate about providing drivers and dealers with peace of mind in all conditions. We're committed to crafting safe, sustainable, premium tire products that lead the industry in innovation. And this podcast is just one of many ways we're striving to be a close partner to you. If you have any feedback or ideas for the show, don't hesitate to reach out. My email address is west.bowling, that's B-O-L-I-N-G, at Nokian Tires, with a Y, dot com. Until next time. Keep on rolling.